Everybody, good evening. I am Lady Stars and Fire. I'm here with Hill Hippie, and tonight we have a special guest, Autumn Gilpin. Did I say that right? You said it right. Look, I got it right. It's amazing. You just don't understand. I can never seem to call her by her name. I'm always wanting to put letters in there that don't belong. That's why I'm saying that. Anyway, tonight we're going to be speaking about protection. Why is it that we need protection? And how can you get protection? We need protection because the world's full of jackasses. Oh, wait. Wrong type of protection. <laughs> do they sell protection at the Wawa? Yes, they do. Well, they sell all the uh, uh, There's protection. another good reason. Because the world's full of STDs. <laughs> That's where I was going with it. <laughs> yeah, but... I work with children. Oh, wait. <laughs> Talk about the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I just got my tubes tied. That's all that happened with that. I made sure it wasn't going to happen again. Well, you know what? uh, Tubes tied doesn't stop. Herpes. I don't have that either. That's why you need the other types of protection. (laughs) You know, abstinence works really well. Yeah, there's another saying that, you know what I won't catch herpes from? My right hand. Rosie Palms. Yeah, yeah, I think you'll be safe. We could we we go on a whole level on this shit. But, oh, crap. Or, can we yeah, hug? We're on the internet. You can say whatever the fuck you fucking want to fucking say. Well, fucking A. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yes. All right, so back Phrasing. to the world. Oh, God. Phrasing. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're talking about spiritual protection, not all the other million kinds tonight. Um, and why do you need it? And how can you get it, more or less? But um, before we get into all that, how are you enjoying your vacation and your trip, Autumn? I'm loving it. I decided, you know, I'm going to be 50 on Friday. And I got this brilliant idea that I would not fly. I would take a little trip on a bus. Yeah, that was brilliant. And wasn't it just brilliant? <laughs> 27 hours from Bradenton, Florida to Rich, to Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah, she looked like hell when she got off that I bus, man. I straight did. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying getting to keep company with my friend here. We've built a relationship you know, off and on, you know, like for the past three years, been listening to each other, reading the guidance, listening to things, and we kind of vibe off each other. If I don't, if, I, if I'm picking up something, I'll ask her, and I'll, or she says something, I'll comment to her, and I'll be like, hey, you're right there. I've been getting this for a minute. So tell me a little bit about yourself, because people listening don't know who you are, maybe. Well, in the grand scheme I mean, scheme as far of, as yeah, your spiritual and, stuff. Well, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, I'm nobody. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of fake humility there, okay? Um, you are somebody. You are, we are all somebody. Yes, we are all somebody. Oh, it's hard to classify, you know, put yourself in a box or something. I mean, you can use the word witch, mage, sage, wise woman. Huh? But I dealt with the spiritual energies consciously from the age of four. And I don't, I'm not visual, I don't need to be. 
I can pick up the, I, I, the, the energy will take a form and I will, I can feel the form. I can even feel what it looks like. Huh? And so the first manifestation was at age four and it was trying to take the shape of my sister. And at that little incident, you know, scared me. Um, there's been several things in my life at like, uh, I was like at age eight, I cast a circle, summoned a spirit and, uh, just different things. And it took a long time. You know, I was raised in a very religious uh, but you've family. Been spiritually connected. Since but spiritually like two, connected like since I was consciously at four. If you want to give a name, I'm a cradle born witch. All right. That'll work. Cradle born. Natural See, I don't born. believe in, and I don't really like to believe in, uh, before I get into all the protection that I'm going to get into, the reason I ask that is because I know that not everybody knows who Autumn is. And Autumn is a friend of mine. We made friends a couple years back just with some of the stuff that I do and whatnot. And we found each other. We've been communicating ever since. And and I like her. I have a good connection with her. And since we're getting ready to go to Salem, Massachusetts for her birthday, I figured we might as well throw her on the show while she's in town. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up of who is here with us tonight. And with that being said, let's jump into the rest of the show and then we'll get back to Autumn and Hill Hippie's opinions and we'll have an open discussion about it all here in a little bit. Um, I got opinions? You have a lot of opinions, dear. I'm a real boy? You're a real boy with uh, real opinions. I always wanted to be a real boy. <laughs> all right, Peter Pan. <laughs> it's Pinocchio. Actually, I was thinking of the gingerbread man. Everybody here except EK sucks. <laughs> Look, he, he looks up all proud of himself like, I did something right. Yay. Yeah, all right. But, yeah but we're prettier. I'm not going to argue that. Okay, that'd just be putting myself into a corner, and I'd spend enough time in a corner as a, boy, <laughs> as a fake boy. So now that I'm a real boy, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Alrighty. So anyway, why would we need protection? I mean, there are so many different reasons why we would need protection. Why would we need them? And then how is it we're going to go about getting it? Like I said, I'm going to open it up for an open discussion, but I'm going to go over a few details that I feel are important enough just to throw out there before we get into that open discussion. I mean, obviously some of those reasons that you might need to look into spiritual protection is because of negative energies. From people, places, and things in general. And then, let's face it, there are witches. It is Halloween season. And whether it's Halloween season or not, I mean, there are hexes out there. People believe in hexes. People will send hexes. And whether it's right or wrong, it does happen. Then you have hauntings. And you have uh, demonic energies or entities, so to speak. With that being said... I mean, some of that will also deal with, you know, haunted, like haunted areas, haunted properties. And how, how may you feel when you're in those areas? I mean, some of the ideas behind that is, is if you're on a property that is haunted, you tend to feel spied on. You tend to feel that somebody's watching over your shoulder or standing behind you, that you might be feeling like you're being touched in inappropriate ways or uncomfortable ways. Like your hair, hair being pulled and stuff. I don't mean it sexually necessarily. But um, <laughs> it, it, it could be the hair standing on the back of your neck. Some people will claim to feel cobwebs all over their face. Some people feel like they're moving into cold spaces or in specific areas of rooms, of locations. They may feel like they 
feel a lower negative depressing energy when they are in those areas, yes. We have a uh, listener in the chat room who said, as a Disney fan, listening to that was cringy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was from like a couple days ago. She's just listening again. What? The timeline in the chat room? Uh-huh. I think that message was, was... from two minutes ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, my mistake. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just refreshed uh, the chat room. <laughs> I don't know. For the rest of you, you guys have children. I don't. That's my excuse. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry that we had to make you cringe. Anything else? Nope. 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 I'm sorry. I apologize I for still like the gingerbread man. No, you're fine. <laughs> it's an open forum. <laughs> okay. Next thing would be... Um, <laughs> signs that you are in, signs that the building itself may be haunted. And if you listened to the show last week, you know that I don't necessarily always agree with all of what I'm about to say. I'm just pulling this off of other websites and information that I got along with what I personally know. Um, people will claim for the lights to be turning on and off, for the light bulbs to frequently be blowing, to be hearing um, dropped or loud sounds of things being thrown around. Seeing unexplained shadows out of the corner of your eyes. Pets acting in a weird or ill behavior or unhappy. Hearing voices, whispers, and things calling your name. Twinkling lights and moving of unexplained shapes. Sudden temperature drops or changes in the area. And I will say that um, you may want to also, you know, if you think that you're having a haunted situation or, or demonic energies... Just in general, even if you are dealing with protection or you're getting help, you may want to keep a journal because you may want to find that you don't, for one, you don't want to have time loss and not know what's going on. Um, and then there are, hold on, I'm on the wrong part of my thing before we get into, like I said, the open discussion. Some ways of protecting yourself in general would be smudging and smudging yourself. But you could smudge yourself because, for one, if you're smudging the house and you're not smudging yourself, you're kind of defeating the purpose. Then it's cleansing the house energy or the energy of wherever it is that you are at. Sea salt can be used. Coal mm -hmm. can be used. Baths can be used. Sweating it out in sweat lodges. Um, steam room saunas will help to remove the toxic energies. I've never heard of this one myself specifically, but I left it in there because I'm sure there are those who have. Blowing out sugarcane rum. I know exactly which webpage you pulled this off of. I was just pulling it off so that I wouldn't forget stuff. Um, feather dusting, using your stones, using your amulets, mirrors, your plants, going out in nature. Um, sulfur. Sulfur is my favorite. Is he on the website? <laughs> he does that. <laughs> sulfur is my favorite. I mean, I will use that in a heartbeat. It stinks like shit, but I will use it in a heartbeat. Protection. You may be needing, though, also from psychic attacks, from your own thoughts, from negative residual energies, from energy vampires, and just plain and simple um, negative entities in general. But I will tell you three key points that you need to remember point blank is and I don't care how you may want to take it, if you're not able to come to a place of unconditional love 
You should not even be trying to step forward and deal with a negative entity because you are not in a place of being able to handle what is about to go down. Second is you need to learn how to step into the higher realms and then you need visualization. But you also want to make sure you are challenging those entities. Don't just assume that they are who they say they are. And there's always a really simple way. Ask for protection, point blank. And then in the long term, if you do have a haunting in your own house or demonic energy, you might want to change your lifestyle. Might be a good idea. So, anybody want to start with anything? Oh, I will. One of the things... <laughs> We were talking about this last night. There, there, because we were talking about what we we're going to talk about tonight, last night, and like Hill Heavy had never heard of witch balls before or the bottle trees. And for me personally, I used to sell the witch balls uh, on my on my website. I don't sell them so much anymore, and I'll get into that reason why in a minute. It just sounds so wrong, by the way. Witch balls. Witch balls. <laughs> It makes me think of the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase and the lamb fries. I have to go back in time. I can't remember that. I don't remember that one. Conversation for off the air. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> off the air it shall be. Um. Anyway, so witch balls. <laughs> witch balls. Tell them all yours are so tasty. <laughs> witch balls were, were originally, to my understanding, used and created... I don't even know what century it originally started, but people would cement them after they created them into like right before you walk in the front door, like on the steps or in the uh, fireplaces in the chimneys so that they would stay there for protection for the houses. But they originally made them to protect the houses from witches, not just demonic energies or negative energies was the idea was to protect them from witches. However, over time, they've become witch balls that witch, witches create, typically, to use as protection. So when you see those pretty bottles in witch stores and stuff, there's a reason behind them. They're not just pretty for no reason. But they would put them in those areas to try to bring protection to the house against these negative entities or whatever. And over time, we started creating them ourselves. Now, go ahead. <coughs> oh, that was, I thought he was about to say something. Um, <coughs> sorry. Anyway, I would say, like, for me, I used to create them, and I would use, like, rune, I would use runes, and I would put on them, on some of them, the ones that I would sell or that I gave away to friends, or I would just paint them, and then I would fill them with herbs and crystals, nails. I would throw everything that I could find in the butcher shelf to throw at you, basically, if that was the entity that I wanted to make sure not coming after you it does depend on if you know what any of your herbs and stones mean and how that energy will work together i mean obviously you you can buy witch balls from witch stores but and my theory is if you want something to work you better create it yourself exactly I mean, you better create it yourself. And like me and Anna were talking about it earlier, and it's a little disgusting. People will yield just like urine in them because it has your DNA in it to help protect you. 
in, in that situation. But this is why I say you want to, I, this is why I stopped selling them because you're putting your energy into what you're creating and then you're going to sell it to somebody else. And how do I know that they're not going to use it in a bad way? Then I'm pretty sure it's illegal to sell bodily function, uh, fluids. Well, you can, yeah, exactly. I mean, so for I can like imagine you just peeing on all these things and then putting them in a box and shipping them off to people. Well, I mean, okay. Like I would throw ginger in my, in the witch balls. That's not going to make your pee smell any better. Yeah. But when you, if you're selling it, you're not going to sell it with your urine in it because it's going to protect you and you can't do that anyway. But the point is, it's not as like, powerful without the urine. You see, and this is what I was talking about. You know what? You shit. <laughs> but, and it is not as powerful without the urine because also you want to. DNA. Tasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but see this is what me and Autumn were talking about today because she's like you can use urine on them and I'm like yeah but I go after blood I mentioned that I just didn't know if we should hit that topic on here <clears throat> well, that's what I'm saying. People will use fingernails. People will use toenails. They will use teeth. Hair. They will use hair. They will use urine. Anything they can to get the DNA. But my, I'm sorry. I'm also a blood witch. I know blood, blood's thicker than water. Ain't nothing going to fuck with that. Point blank. So if I'm going to go after that direction, that's going to be that way. But that's also why I stopped putting some of these things in my store that I sell. Because I know that the energy I'm creating... I want to make sure that I'm giving it to somebody I want to have that energy. I don't want them to just disrespect it or or try to send that energy back against me. I mean, that, that is one of those things in protection. I mean, if you're if you have a store, I mean, you should understand you might want to spell that stuff that goes out of your store so that it can't be brought back against you. Yeah, we 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 also were talking a little bit earlier is, you know, we all learn from someone, I mean, whether, you know, you're in a classroom, you have a teacher, you have an initiator. I mean, it, it doesn't matter, like, even being cradle born, like, knowing, just, you automatically know to do certain things to protect yourself. But you need to know who you're dealing with, period. Mm -hmm. A teacher needs to know their student. Or they're a pretty freaking stupid teacher. I mean, you need to know who you're teaching, because you're putting a lot of old, sacred knowledge into the hands of people that have no business even doing it. I don't know, you know, like I don't know, like you know, like how we met. Like I said, there are people that are egotistical for the for all the wrong reasons, self-centered for all the wrong reasons, and you give that kind of power to somebody, especially if they are capable of capable of actually. I, I hate to put it that way, but if they're capable of stepping up into the oneness and still being negative enough to use it against you, I mean, that that's really bad, but there are. I mean, I've, I've, I dated an empath once who would use anything and everything against you. He's a freaking narcissist like a motherfucker. So what you're getting at is basically with when it comes to the teachers and knowing their students, it'd be like the chemistry teacher who taught Timothy McVeigh. If he should have learned a little bit more about that student before he started teaching them chemistry. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you have to know who you're working with and who you're dealing with. And people people tend to always throw you off. You think you might know somebody and you find out you don't. So what you're willing to teach somebody is, is very... I mean, I like I, I do the shows not to teach you, but to make sure you're not learning wrong. I've also learned... I've had so many people out there... In my life that I've gone... When I first re-woke up and I came into everything and I was in a very negative place, there was... There, I was bleeding internally for three months. I mean, I had all kinds of emotional problems. And I had to go into the pagan world to start finding help. Because I wasn't getting it. 
And then, and I'm not blaming the pagan world or, you know, Egyptian mythology or anything that I've jumped into. My thing is, is I'm not blaming any of that. That was just all steering me how I had to go. But I will not deny there are some very wise people on both sides of the fence. And there are some freaking dumb ones that have no idea what they're getting into. Absolutely. Well, of course, because it's all manned by people, and people can either be smart or people, and this is the tendency for the vast majority of them, really, really stupid. See, I have this little thing I say. Anything divine put in the hands of man, we're going to fuck it up. <laughs> well, we tend to, because we're not ready to step up to a divine level. We are trying to learn. Yes. But yes, we we're not ready to. Yeah, so we lost that connection long ago. Right, exactly. Unfortunately, but that's the truth. And we're working our way back one little step at a time. Very, very, very small baby steps. But with that being said, let's get back on the subject. So, like I said, I, people will make witch balls as, as an idea. They'll, but in today's society, in today's life, they'll, they'll, you can go out and you can buy witch balls that you find for sale. But I would tell you personally, if you really want it to work, I would tell you to put your own energy into it. Learn your herbs. Learn your stones. If you want to put your own DNA in it or the family's DNA in it, that's up to you. I'm not here to tell you how to do it. But I would tell you to, you know, do it yourself instead of buying it from somebody else because your connection isn't with that, point blank. And and then people will, you know, fancy them up, paint them and make them pretty, use the colors and the paints for whatever spiritual reasons they need behind that protection and set them up on, you know, like the shelf in the window and stuff. So sometimes those, those pretty, pretty fancy things that you see in your homes actually have reasons behind them. Just like they always say, don't ever blow out a witch's candle. Just don't do that. There's reasons why we have things that we do. Another one that I wanted to hit, um, because we were talking about it the other day, and where is it, uh, was bottle trees. Because Devin had never heard of bottle trees either. And where did I put it? You're talking about the blue bottles, right? Yes. Okay. The blue bottles, anyway, I don't need it. I know what it was. Uh, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you hadn't heard of it. Yeah, but that's not what I'm that's, giving you I know, the death that's why I for. said that. That's why I said I'm sorry. I realized it when I said it. I'm so sorry. But bottle trees were, um, people will buy the, uh, they will create the uh, stands for bottle trees. And they'll usually use blue bottles, but they don't always use blue bottles. They will use all different kinds of colors and bottles. The idea is when you see like trees or the stands that are made to look like trees with bottles on them is because people will use them to um the idea is is if there's negative energies or entities that are roaming around they will get trapped in the bottle and in the morning the sunlight will clear them out and get rid of them so People will see them, and they, they've become a very popular thing right now where people are buying, like, little stands with the bottles and bottles and make these decisions and stuff. But they don't realize the reason behind what actually made them popular had everything to do with the spiritual energy of removing the negative entities or negative energy that's flowing by at night to protect their homes. 
And I found that to be interesting because a lot of people are really getting into that and don't have a clue why they're getting into it. And what were they putting in the bottles? Nothing. The bottle just stands. If it was the old-fashioned way, the bottle is is just an empty <laughs> bottle, and they put them on the, on the stems, the sticks of the right. trees. Right. And I... the idea is, is overnight, because of all the pretty bright colors of the different bottles is why they would use the blue ones is the is that like the the demonic energy the negative entity would be attracted by the bright color and would go to look at it and somehow gets trapped in the bottle so in other words the basic concept it's implying that the demonics are no smarter than a lobster who can't get out of the trap hey i'm not demonic i don't know i'm just telling you what the theory is <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, them. That was a stretch for me, man. I, well, I mean, that's the original story behind it. I'm more of a witch ball type of person, but I liked the idea, and I think it's funny that it's growing, and it was spawned off of the idea of protection against negative energy or entities, and people are buying them up, and nobody knows why they're buying them. They just think they're cool. Ooh, shiny retro. Yeah. Well, the, and and that's those entities, you know. That's just like when you're a person of light, you know. You don't just attract the light; mm -hmm. you attract everything else too. Because of course, they like the shiny objects too. So you're real shiny to them, so they want to stick to you. So I understand that concept. You know, they're attracted to the the bright colors, and then they go in there and get trapped. Now, see, you, from, I just don't understand. I understand the being attracted to it. I just don't understand it being trapped in a glass bottle. Supposedly, they go into it. I don't know. Like I said. Go check it out. <laughs> if they can get in, they can get out. There's no. There's nothing yeah, that's see, preventing for them. Me, it, it, yeah, for me, that that's too foo-foo. Like I said, I'm going to throw the butcher cabinet at you. <laughs> If I, if I feel that I have to deal with it on a demonic level, and I will tell you, my witch balls will break. They will just start ringing, and they will start shattering when things have happened. Because of people I've given them to before, they'll be like, all right, it's time for a new one. You know, or I've had it in the living room where I'm just sitting there talking with mom, chilling out. Kelly was loving us, and everyone just out of nowhere just explodes. They have their reasons. They work. But you sure that's not the urine just drying out? No, because I use blood. I don't use urine. Are you sure it's not the uh, the plasma just <laughs> finally decaying? I'm done talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> and, but that, I mean, I'm the type... Uh, okay, when, when Autumn came in town... <laughs> when Autumn came in town, as soon as we got home, because I had been hanging out with Hill Hippie earlier during that day, and he gave me some pokeweed. And if you listen to me before, you know that I love my pokeweed. Okay, and that I use it for protectional energies. So when Autumn came in town, it's nothing against Autumn, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting another medium in the house. Yeah, that's all I need is for any reason to have the energy even higher shift up. I was like, so the pokeweed's going in with the vinegar and the sea salt. I was mixing it all. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, this is one of my ways of doing stuff. See, there's so many different ways that people can go about putting protection on their home or on themselves. And we go into different ideas. What? Uh, just to let you know, the, our listener says that anything can become a trend nowadays. Yes, anything can. Referring to the bottle trees. <laughs> anything and... can become a trend. I mean, that, that's. I mean, I just I find that amazing that it becomes a trend, and they have no idea where it came from. Mm -hmm. That they just buy. I mean, they just buy shit like because <laughs> it's shiny and pretty. I like it. It's pretty. I mean. I just think it's funny when when people start picking up stuff from those 
you know, they have no idea where it's coming from, and they really don't realize that in a form, they're placing that protection, so to speak. Like I said, if it, for me, it would be a witch ball over the bottles. But and they would be placing that protection in their house, although they're not actually giving it the energy to backbill to do it because they don't know that that's what they got. Or with some people who buy uh, stoned jewelry, not realizing what the properties of the certain stones that on the said jewelry uh, contains. Well, and that's not that that is it, but that I mean, people will use stones for uh, crystal grids. Then they'll also use the stones for you know, like uh, they'll use the stones for jewelry. They'll use them for crystal grids. They'll use them just in the four corners of their house. They'll use them. Um, for me, I, I I know my right pocket is for outward communication and my left pocket is for inward communication if I'm carrying my stones. However, you can buy a million stones, but if you don't activate them, they have not done anything for you. You have to talk to them and activate them. I don't care how silly it sounds, it's the way it is. I mean, am I wrong? You got any opinions on that? No, um, for me, I just hold them in my hand. You know, I don't necessarily speak verbally. Oh, no, I speak verbally. I'm more like speaking to it with my emotions and my energy in my hands. See, I'm with you on that. I've Whenever, uh, like when you gave me the uh, Solidite, you know, I let it sit out in the sun for a couple of days because, let's face it, I'm a child of the sun. I love my sunshine. 90, 90 well, plus degree days. Well, you cleansing it from my energy. Well, that's not it as much. <laughs> I'm talking about me here. Okay, okay. It's Sorry. my turn. Myself. It's Start my right ball. But, you may play with your ball. <laughs> and I will. I thought we already covered this. I thought we covered this on shock buggies. I got the consent I needed. <laughs> but uh, I let it sit out in the sun for a couple hours. But I find that it just by wearing it more, it attunes I, it, the stone and myself attune ourselves to each other more that way than me holding the stone out and like, All right, look here, stone. We got to get to know each other and not really in a biblical way, but kind of in a biblical way. And the more I'd sit there and hold said stone up in the air, looking at it and talking to it, the more subconsciously there'd be part of me in the back of my brain going, hey, man, you look like an idiot. <laughs> And then I'd have to glance over to the mirror and like, I do kind of look like I'm <laughs> a little crazy. And then somebody would come around and just call, hey man, this guy's talking to a blue rock. You, you need to come pick him up and get him into a, a padded room before he hurts himself. Well, see, for me, I believe, I mean, it's like, it's like speaking sweet nothings to it. it it's, it, you, you're caressing it with, it's with love. And for one, I also asked that stone to protect you. Before I gave it to you, I told the stone it was no longer going to be mine, and I was giving it to you. Please okay. protect you. At that point, it had already been activated. It just was working with you for your own energy. And all of the stones I've given you have been activated because I've asked them if they were meant to be with you to please be with you. But, like I said, I don't care if I look stupid. So, in other words, you pimped out your stones. I pimped it out. Great. <laughs> now I feel so dirty. <laughs> Feels dirty for pimp stones. I'm sorry, I was looking at what time it was. Well, you know, it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> That's what I hear. You gotta work hard. Pimping ain't easy. Like I said, you gotta make sure the energy you're sending out is what you want. <laughs> All right, but I mean, yeah, you're right. There are there are, people will wear jewelry. I'm sorry, people will wear jewelry for um. I lost my phone. 
<laughs> people, I need that one. <laughs> people, uh, it's going to stay right there. I won't do it again. People will uh, use their jewelry for many different reasons. Some people will use, you know, their necklaces, their bracelets, anklets. Hello, anklets. Yes. And, and um, I mean, for all, all different kinds of things. Even people will make, you know, stuff to go in your hair and whatnot. And, and that also will work with your chakras, too. If, I mean... In one form, people will create and make their own amulets or, or spell, you know, the stones or the jewelry to do whatever. But at the same time, I mean, if you're also putting it in the right places of your body, it's going to actually help more. So in one sense, it's good to have the jewelry of whatever it is. But if the stones actually go with the proper chakras and are in the proper places, they're going to be even more potent. Mm -hmm. and, and why not? I mean, so it... it, it the more you know, it, it, I always say, I mean, the more you know about whatever it is, I mean, I'm a jack of all trades. I'm not a master of shit, but I'm going to look into everything. I want to know a little bit about everything. So when something comes up, I know where to go to look it up. I know how to get better at it. Mm -hmm. Point blank. And I think that that's important because if, I mean, I don't know how many people I've been talking to who's like all in the witchy world and getting into protection and going to give me crap about some hex and da 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 da, you know, but at the same time, they don't even know what their chakras are. I'm like, okay, so you're a lazy witch? You can't, you can't, if you're going to get into it, you got to get into it. You got to understand what all the backgrounds are because you're going to be missing information that could be very valid to you. And, at the same time, I don't feel sorry for someone when they don't... That's up to you. That's, everybody, I say this all the time, everybody has the same 24 hours in every day. And if I spent all my time getting my shit straight and doing research and you didn't take any time to do what you have to do, that's on you. Don't be mad at me when I got my shit straight. That, that's just the way I see it. But, I mean, there's different reasons for it all. Is there anything, any specific thing you guys want to talk about while I look for another area? Well, we know that it's Halloween, you know, Samhain, Halloween, All Hallows' Eve. We know this. Whatever name you particularly, particularly choose to... Particularly care to use for that. I'm not picky about that. It's whatever. But the veil does start... And, and for me, it'll start thinning a couple months in advance. Yep. It doesn't just happen at this... It's not a curtain drop. No. Right. No. And it doesn't end as soon as Halloween happens. No. No. Um, I, I, I become more sensitive. Like, uh, there'll be angry people around me. And it, it'll start like a couple months early. Angry. They're angry. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, a lot of... And, and no legitimate reasons to be that way. Mm -hmm. So I already know. Yeah, the sensitivities are coming in. Uh, yeah, something's coming through. Coming you know, it's trying to seep through the little bitty, little bitty lifting of that veil. You know, the get under the crack. Well, the veil's getting thinner it. and thinner each year. Yeah, and and and, and it is. It is, and it is, I think some of that's more is as. As the more we the more evolve, we wake up, the less of a veil there's going to be. You know, there's not that division between us anymore. Right. But around this, you know, this time of year, you're going oh, into the I dark said? season. This is what? What did I say? It's the time that the dead walk and talk and speak. You know, and, but there's also the higher energies too. Uh -huh. This isn't just a portal or an opening 
for the lower vibrations. I, I, you know, it's hard for me to say. I can call it demonic. I can call it negative. I can call it Saturn, Mars energies. It's mm. however you want to take it and perceive it. Right. It's all going to boil down to the same thing. They nasty. <laughs> the uh, destructive elements. Yeah. The ugly. The ugly. Well, the mamas didn't think they was ugly. They mamas thought they Somebody had to love them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that was another thing because we were talking about that today, too. I mean, just because the veil's thinning, because you always hear the veil's thinning at Halloween. But people also think at Halloween when it ends well it ends no it's 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 the opening of the dark season during the whole winter is when this energy becomes bigger and larger throughout the winter and i think a large part of that is because of the implementation uh, implementation of all saints day where in those tra- that type of tradition is you made it through all hallows eve where the veil was thin and you've made it to the other side so you're safe which well, I not, get that, but that's is, not it. I was going to say, it's not it, but I think that's where that belief thought in modern day society has come along, originating from that. Because, you know, if you're back in the Dark Ages and you are the religious leader of this tribe of knuckle-dragging retards <laughs> who don't know whether to scratch their watch or wind their butts because they've been living in the Dark Ages, literally... Mm-hmm. And they barely communicate. None of them are literate. And you got to make them feel better about what's going on. They know that there's this dark, quote-unquote, time that is coming because it's been rooted in their own history because of the tradition of Samhain or whatever, excuse me, old traditions were out there, depending on what part of Europe or Asia they come from. So they had that ingrained into them. Well, how are you going to control them so that way they don't freak out? Well, once this day passes, it's all good. Right. You spew that little line into their head, and they're like, oh, really? Okay, okay. It's okay. We'll be safe. We'll be safe. We'll be cuddly. We got blankets. We'll be fine. <laughs> and my take on that is no. I mean, if that's that's your religious perspective, that's the way you walk, then you better be calling all them saints in because you're not done yet. And you're going to need them. I mean, if that's your walk, you better... I don't call out to saints, so I don't use them, you know. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, if, if that... in that, I can see where that's at, because... But but what I'm saying is, that you better be bringing something with you. Because you're. it's not done yet. Just because it thinned... How quickly do you think it's going to unthin, retard? It's not. <laughs> it just isn't automatically like, oh, get all thick and stuff like this big furry veil or, you know, like big bear skin. Right. Bear skin veil. No, 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 no. <laughs> you better go get whatever it is, these higher vibrations or whatever it is that you store your faith in because you're in for a long few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the cold season. And that's like where that. I take All Saints Day. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work with this entity and working with this entity for the next three to four months here. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, we're going to hang tight. We're going to be best friends. Right. <laughs> right. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But like I'm saying, as an element of control, yes. that way they would say, you know, therefore, hey, past this point, yeah, you're good. You don't have to worry about it. Which was 
in that way kind of done a disservice to the populace because most people aren't prepared and don't know what they need to do. Absolutely. They, they, they don't. And, and, you, and, I, and when you go, okay, when you get to a certain level and you're going in and you're doing cleansings and you're doing blessings and you're doing all these things, look, it's not a cakewalk. Mm-mm. You might get through there, and you you may not even feel anything till you get home, and some wacky stuff starts going. That on. shit usually gets worse before it gets better. And and I'm talking about even me being the one doing the cleansing and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm gonna sage myself and do all those wonderful things too. But you know, I went into their territory. Right. And if you think that they're not gonna retaliate in some way, you're wrong. Oh yeah. Sometimes you get uh, get hitchhikers. Yep. Sometimes you get Lilith straight up. Yeah, you do. I warned you about that shit before she showed up. I warned you. I said she's she's right there. Uh, Autumn had a situation she had to take to, care of. I went to okay. Just this is I mean part about protection, right? Right. And this is how this works. Well, um, uh, me and my my friend, she's like my daughter actually. We decided we were gonna go get tattoos. We saw a red dragonfly, and you don't see the the red ones a lot. Right. So and it kept hanging tight with us. So we were wanting tattoos. And so we decided we were going to get them. Well, of course, you know, this is Autumn. Oh, let's go over here to I, this one place. Walk in there. There's sigils above the door. And the per, the person that was running the shop at the time, I mean, I've got a banging headache the minute I enter. My head's banging. I'm so, I can barely even hold myself up. I'm not prepared for this from coming from a tattoo shop. And didn't I text you, like, before you even got there? No, I think I talked to you right after this was going on. Um, I just knew that I felt that from a long, far away way. Well, the person, you know, I was trying to mind my own business and get rid of my headache, and I heard him start talking, this person start talking about, um, you know, he's going to put a sigil on this side of his, the sigil of Lilith on this side of his head, and I can't remember what the other one was. And I'm like, I turned, and I'm like, I'm like, dude. Those are some pretty heavy sigils to be putting on your body, especially on your face. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, that's my deity. I'm like, okay, well, and, you know, we started a conversation. And I'm telling you, my head was banging hard. But long story short, you had to go back and take care of yeah, it. Yeah, well, we he even did a crappy job on, on, the, on the tattoo. So <clears throat> we went back. We, we scheduled to uh, have it fixed. Mm-hmm. And, but the night when we actually got it done, um, apparently the week before, because it's it's a long story. But anyway, the week before, yeah, I'd have to t- talk to you about it afterwards. But um, he starts saying how sick he'd gotten through the week, and we'd planned to all go out together because you know I'm new to Florida. I don't have a lot of friends, mm-hmm. you know, and and especially that you can talk these things with. And apparently he'd been sick and got put in the emergency room. Well, I have a familiar that. When you do shitty things to me, you're going to pay for it, mm. whether I know it or not. He did a shitty job on my tattoo, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about that. Yeah, but, but anyway, like I said, you had to go back and move. I had to go back. And then, uh, so then we went, and we went back a third time. He'd already, he was gone. He left. And the guy working there was terrified. He's like, da da da. He's like, I think, and, and I got another, I, did, I didn't even enter the building. Mm-hmm. I just sat there on the bench, and I told my friend, I said, this guy might be gone, but I guarantee you. I said, I'm sorry, but he did something when he left. She goes, no, 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 he left on good terms. 
No, he didn't. I said, my head is banging. He threw some kind of magic. He did something, whether you call it magic, a hex, evocation of a spirit. I don't care what it was. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> I had to go back. And I had to talk to Michelle about it. Because this is not some lower level little something something. Mm -hmm. This is. This was heavy duty shit. It's heavy duty shit and you know i had to make sure that i was spiritually prepared for that mm -hmm. and yes i was but i needed some direction on how to properly handle that because like i said this is higher level stuff and it worked it, it, it worked out okay you know and i gave the boys the directions and there was an agreement with this entity i will not kick you out of here but you, you touch get the boys. You touch those boys, or you do any harm to them, I'm coming back for you. Not Understand to me? That's what's right going to happen. And as and I gave them, you know, some goddess circle salt. I told them, I said, you need to put her sigil back and make it pretty. She's and you need to move your building. And I said, but if you want to get really technical about this, you're either going to have to call in a high level shaman, or you're going to have to call in a priest, or whatever. Because sometimes it does get to those places. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, mm -mm. there are some stuff, some of us are really good at that stuff. I mean, just being witches or, or coming into your spiritual stuff. But some places have gotten out of hand, and you're going to need actually somebody with, with, like, the big guns who's able to step up. Mm. Yeah, seriously. There are no, energies, and, and, and my favorite, and, I'm sorry, sulfur. <laughs> but he said, <laughs> I told, when I told him that he's... I said, and in all honesty, if you do that, this is what's going to happen to this building. It's going to burn to the ground when you bring them in. Well, it was going to burn to the ground anyway because she was going to take it down. Yeah. That's why I sent Dragon. Plain and simple. And I said, so if you want to keep this business, you better, you need to put her sigil back and make it pretty. She is a female. But like I said at the beginning the of the show, sometimes you need to reevaluate your way of thinking. You've put yourself in a position that's allowed this stuff to happen, be created around you. And if you've taken yourself down this path, it's up to you to get your ass out of it. Mm -hmm. I, did not, I didn't even go back in the building. I gave the directions to the person. And to this day, they're thriving and doing an amazing job. Right on. Yes, it worked out well in that Very in this well. case. But I'm going to admit, there are times, Damn. you know, like she said, sometimes you do need to call in backup to help. I mean, not everybody is equipped to be able to handle some of the energies. Mm -mm. Plain and simple. In my personal, I don't care what anybody says, I'll pull out some brimstone in a second. Point plain. But we need to get into um, the astrology this week, right? Yep. Okay, this week I'm going to tell you uh, I was being told by spirit the astrology is really weird this week because it's not really astrology. Um, I was, uh, first off, I'm being told by Spirit that this week has a lot to do with finding peace within yourself so that you can start to move forward. Basically, you need to find peace within yourself and inner love so that you can actually create outer love. And until that actually starts to take place, your forward movement is going to come to a standstill. So at this time, you are in a moment of stasis, of standstill for inner nourishment. I am being given that from spirit directly because when I look at the astrology, I'm not allowed to read it. Every once in a while, this is why I tell everybody that I would be the clairvoyant um, 
you know, the way astrology works with me is, is I can read the aspects and so forth. And 90% of the time, whenever you follow the videos and so forth, that is exactly what I'm doing. I'm following the aspects, which are the, you know, the sextiles, the trines, the squares, the oppositions. Um, I'm following them and I'm reading what they say. But every once in a while, spirit will like just make the rest of them disappear and fade away and give me specific energies to speak about. And even when I started to do the video this week, I basically was told what from the stuff I wrote down, no, 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 this is coming from me and you make sure you put it out there like so. So um, I am being reminded this week, every single thing has to do with Chiron, Scorpio, and the North Node, as well as Saturn. And I'm being reminded, do not forget Saturn. Um, Chiron is your wounded healer. It is the gatekeeper of wholeness. It has re-entered the universal 12th house. And I don't care where it is in your chart. It could be in the third house. It could be in the fifth house. It could be in the 11th house. I don't know. My point is, is for every person, our charts are a little bit different and it will make things a little bit more in depth if you know your chart so you know what houses you're dealing with but the universal energy is still the same it's just now been moved into your direct houses to help with that so the universal energy of pisces with chiron there is speaking about <laughs> is speaking about um the wounded healer and the gatekeeper of wholeness stepping back into that 12th house which is where we're in denial where our dormant energy is sleeping, where we haven't healed, where the suffering is still taking place, where the healing is needed in order for you to move forward and start a brand new cycle. Chiron has now been in retrograde and has stepped back into that house. So in a way of putting it, over the last couple months, Chiron was in Aries. It has now stepped back into Pisces. And it was like, it went into the first house. It was kind of taking a look around. Let me see how things are going. No... This is not going to work out so well. No, this is not going to work out so well. It's the gatekeeper of wholeness. It's checking out what ain't working for you and what you haven't learned. Now it's stepped back into the 12th house. We're going to make you heal. We're going to make you learn. And then we'll start the new cycle. So it's back there getting closer to Neptune in that energy right now. And Neptune is a very spiritual place. And I don't mean religious. I mean like soulfully spiritual place. It's a place where you can really create or really be destructive according to where your soulful soulfully are and what you're creating from that Neptune energy. Chiron the Wounded Healer is moving back closer to that. We are also want to remember that this week on Tuesday, which is today, uh, the sun moved into Scorpio. That is an incredibly powerful energy right now. Everything right now is bouncing out of Scorpio, but Chiron is the one who's still taking it by the reins, like grabbing the bull by the horns. And Scorpio now has um, the sun in it. It has Venus, which is in retrograde in it. It has Jupiter in it, and it has Mercury in it. It is the most powerful of the signs right now. It is all about um, birth, death, and rebirth. It is the detective. It is the mystery at hand, and it is fertility, constantly rebirthing. It is ruled by Pluto, so it is constantly rebirthing and, and learning how to die and rebirth in this area with all these energies here. With Venus, remember, I told you, something from six to eight years ago might be returning, and it is not a redo. It is six to eight years ago is coming back, something to remind you of what didn't quite pan out the way you'd hoped to so that you could fix it 
in your now. You don't want to go back to something that didn't work out six to eight years ago, but you want to learn from that message. If you're, you know, around the age of 40 or so, if it was something between 1982 and 1988, there was a death and a rebirth that took place. Spirit is constantly reminding me it has to do with 1986. And what I mean is something that was important to you died, forcing something new to rebirth and start in a new form. But in that energy that took place, we chose to view things, maybe not in the most soulfully healthy way. So with that being said, things are changing now because we're learning what might have served you back then isn't serving you now. And it's time for Venus in retrograde to extra tweak those energies and help us to come into a more higher vibration within this as we move forward. You have the full moon on Wednesday, which is taking place in Taurus, but it will be on a void, of course, that day at 10.33 a.m. Eastern Time. However, that does mean, even though it's in the Taurus energy, the full moon energy of Taurus is kind of like... I really like the luxury and I only want the best things in life and I want I want to walk on the beach and I want a good sexual day and I want to feel good about myself and and only wants everything that's great. However, it still has got Aries energy in it, so it's going to get bored really fast. It's going to get excited about something but bored really fast at the same time. You got the fire that's going to kind of like fizzle out very easily. But you are ruled by the uh by the bull in this moon. And remember, the full moons are all about release, letting go, letting go of what's no longer serving you. And it's a big energy right now with what's coming out of Scorpio, speaking to it directly from Chiron. And Jupiter is backing that up. So this has a lot to do with releasing what no longer serves you. But the... I'm sorry, there was a spirit in the room. But the bull... Um, the bull can be very good and very bad. It depends. It's bullheaded. Are you being bullheaded for the right reasons? Because the bull brings abundance. So are you being bullheaded for the right reasons? Or are you doing it egotistically for the wrong reasons? Are you being bullheaded for the soulful reasons? And that's what you need to ask yourself as you move through that full moon. The moon itself is going to be emotional this week as it comes out of Aries into Taurus and into Gemini. So like I said, as we get near the end of the week and we're in Gemini... I call Gemini Jekyll and Hyde. We're a little bit more of... I call it Jekyll and Hyde because you see both sides of the story, but you don't really know which side of the person you're getting. You're gonna, you're not 100% sure if you're talking to Jekyll or Hyde. It's that simple. Spirit does speak to me directly on Chiron, like I said. And it says that the energy is all you need to know this week. I can go on about everything, but what you need to know most is that Uranus is trining Saturn, and it is going to be speaking with Chiron, Jupiter, Mercury, and the North Node. Now, you're not going to see this in aspects directly, because, like I said, Spirit point put it out there for me, and no other astrologer is going to be bringing this to you unless Spirit is talking to them. Uranus is your independence, your individuality, your uniqueness, your freedom, your self-worth, your self-value your self-esteem, and it is speaking to your, to, not Uranus, it is speaking to Saturn about those rules, those walls, those boundaries of, of what you need to create, that you need to move forward, where you need to make those changes within those rules, walls, and boundaries, where they weren't set right for you anymore. Chiron, though, is also speaking with Jupiter and Mercury and the North Node. But I'm being told it's Chiron and Saturn here that is, is bringing the energy forward. 
Jupiter is the magnet. It is the abundance. It is the highest vibration of them with the biggest level of abundance and the highest level of knowledge. It is speaking to you out of Scorpio where you're rebirthing or you're deathing and rebirthing in the area of the universal eighth house. Again, universal eighth house means it's dealing with relationships and anything you care about, you have a relationship with. You care about your friends, your family, your loved ones, your children. You care about all of that. But you also, if you have, it's dealing with what is responsible to that relationship. Let me put it to you this way. If you have no car, I mean, if you have no car, you know about the relationship. However, if you have a car, you know when you have no gas money. That would be the responsibility. Taking care of the engine would be the responsibility to these relationships. In a relationship, like a sexual relationship would come out of a relationship between a spouse or maybe paying the bills. It's the relationship's responsibilities that is being looked at right now. And where are these rules, these walls, and these boundaries not set properly or not working for you? Because this is what needs to be changed. Chiron, being the wounded healer, is trying to communicate where the shift needs to take place and where it's not being viewed. Because North Node is the other thing that the Spirit is giving me. North Node is what you have to learn in order to move forward. The North Node is not going to be in Leo for very much longer. It will be moving out. Leo is the lion, but it's it's... The lion is viewed as the king of the jungle, and the king is responsible for its people, not just its kingdom. It's responsible for everything. So you're looking at your own life, your own kingdom, as you want to view it. How, what is responsible? I mean, what, is, what, it, what matters to you in your own life, your own, so to, so to speak, kingdom? Because you are the king of your kingdom. But at the same time, it's the responsibilities of, of finding that creativity of how to move forward in a positive way, how to bring the warmth, the love, in, in a positive way as you recreate and make this move forward because the north node is if you do not learn it you will not move forward and you will start a cycle all over again point blank this is what it's coming down to and i've been saying this for a freaking a year it has everything to do with chiron coming back out of this Pisces energy, and this is your one time to get this right. This is why you're going all the way back to 1982 to 1988. This is why you're coming back to the eight years ago. I mean, with all of these retrogrades, this is a one-time power play that you can either move forward or you'll start the cycle again. And this is why Spirit's pointing it out to me, and they point it out to me with silver lighting, um, which is reminding me that there's super abundance in this energy, and you're coming into the full moon this week, which means you need to release and let go of what's not serving you. No more bullshit, no more denial, it's time to let it go, it's time to move forward, or you're going to be right where you started off before. You also have Pluto, which is sextiling Jupiter and Mercury, which is basically giving it its blessing for this week. Because Pluto is death, decay, and destruction for rebirth, renewal, and regeneration. Mercury, I mean, Mercury and Jupiter in Scorpio is trying to communicate what you need. Are you willing to communicate what you need? Because that's what it all comes down to. You have Saturn, which is also sextiling Venus and the sun, which is giving you the illumination to shine in the right place and have Venus speak through your mouth and be able to communicate in a very positive way so that you can recreate those rules, those walls, and those boundaries. I love you guys. You can move forward. You just have to believe in yourself and you have to be willing to take the steps. 
With that being said, I want to tell everybody good night and I love you. Good night, everyone, and may your journeys all be safe. Night. <laughs> She's so cute as she waves at the microphone. <laughs> Nobody saw that. Come now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred.